Hey Warriors and welcome back to another episode of Warrior Within. I do hope you had a great week. Mine has gotten a little bit better. We're actually going to have, yes, a little bit cooler days than 100, more than a few days. So I'm very grateful for that. Um, prayer request is for us that uh, we are looking for a place to move. We're going to be leaving this complex. Um, I'm not going to share exactly where we're going to be going. However, God has been opening doors and we need to obey no matter how odd it may be for changes to come. Um, just pray that we could find the right place and work out really well with uh, this development so that we can go. Um, I appreciate all the prayers you probably have done for all this time for us. And, you know, God is doing something. I just got to obey and go. Anyway, so what's been really cool is sometimes on Spotify, unfortunately, I can't respond to you guys on Spotify directly but i do have people who answer the questions i do like a question i might have at you know for the podcast and it's really neat to see some guys hearts that way however i do get emails from you guys through facebook and um those that are part of the discord you know don't don't be afraid to reach out to me in there too I'll do my best to respond and as quickly as I can. However, I just want to say thank you for the responses that are on there. It is, you know, sometimes, you know, good tears come out of my eyes when I see men answer in a way where they want God to change them. And it's very exciting to see that. And I do hope that God is doing something with you guys and then changing your hearts and, and moving you guys into a direction that is all about him. Because you want to be a man of God. You want to be a warrior who serves and loves him and honors him. Who wants to be a husband to their wives. Who want to be a dad to their kids. That is Christ honoring. Men with integrity and character. All of that. And it's just really neat sometimes hearing your guys' stories. And I know many of you are in struggle. Know that you know God hears your cries. God hears your calls. God hears your struggles. And he he is doing something a lot of times we need to be paying attention because remember we've been talking about you know um seeking him out you know knocking on doors and asking you know that whole spew basically act asking seeking knocking and if you're having hard times you know with family you know your marriage ask god for help ask him to show you show you scripture show you anything ask for wisdom from people there's plenty of wisdom that's where you can find the seeking wisdom from people you believe that can help or give strength don't be afraid to do that and then of course knocking is ask you know basically what can i do is there something i could do and just keep knocking on that door and see when god says okay here you go this is something you could do but don't be afraid to do that so this week we are talking about Matthew 5, 7. It's about mercy. And a lot of people will probably go, yeah, but what, you know, what's the difference between mercy and grace? Well, mercy is basically the showing or the acting on compassion when they deserve justice. And this is like the image of understanding why activists Jesus and the, the progressive movement of the woke and churches is not correct. Because we're not supposed to be acting to seek out justice for people. 
we're supposed to act on mercy through compassion with other people. Doesn't mean that God does not do justice, does not mean God, because he has made that promise. I I will deal. He basically I will fight that battle for you. However, how we deal with our issues, mercy should be first. And I will say this, I believe showing mercy is one area where we as men struggle. We are competitive. We want to win. We want to be in charge. And a lot of times if we show mercy in many shows and movies we've ever watched, when people show mercy, what is the first thing the one person on the other side says, you are weak. See, they always think when men show mercy, that's showing weakness. And a lot of times, of course, the movie always makes that merciful king. He gets killed and murdered or whatever or you know the leader and the bad guy takes over and then of course you have the hero side who the protagonist comes in and he's going to avenge what happened to the leader friend person who showed mercy and the thing is sometimes mercy may be a result of getting stomped on you know, and yes, you know, I know what happened to me at South Church. I showed mercy, but they took advantage of that, and that can happen. However, showing mercy is something that God and, you know, what Jesus taught and asked us to do. What God wants us to be like. Even in the Old Testament, you'll find times where if you are studying God's word, if you're, you know, living in his um, statutes, you are following his path. You show mercy. And we can look in scripture and say, well, you know, why didn't God show mercy on that town? Or why didn't he show mercy? In that? He See, the thing is, mercy is given as an opportunity to basically repent. It's all connected to the gospel message. God showed mercy on us by sending his son to die for us when we deserve justice, which is sin, since is death, and then, of course, hell. But yet he showed mercy. Now, there's a, a series, well, technically all of us who are old enough to remember, you know, I'm sure some younger guys have probably seen re, you know, reruns on TV or someone who said, hey, you got to watch this, but the Karate Kid movies. We know that, you know, there was Cobra Kai and then there was Miyagi. And, and of course, if you've been more recent, you know, like Netflix's big hit series, Cobra Kai, is based off of basically those characters of the movies being older. I mean, we know that the person who played Miyagi died many years ago, so he's not part of it. But however, we get to see the story. I don't want, I'm being careful because I don't want to do too much spoilers, but the, the whole concept, what I, what I liked about being brought up with the other, with the movies, right? And also seeing Cobra Kai. However, I do not recommend this for, you know, Cobra Kai because they do have bad language. However, I liked 
what it was teaching if you have people who understand what the, what people need to learn from it. We know the movies were always based on the fact that, you know, Cobra Kai taught show no mercy. And we know that Miyagi, knowing how Daniel wanted to learn how to fight so that he can avenge himself against those guys that beat him up. But Miyagi wanted to show something else. You see, Matthew 5, 7 says, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. And there was a reason why Miyagi wanted to show it. Because if you, if you remember the movies, you learned that Miyagi was in World War II. You know that he saw a lot of death and a lot of things happen. You know that his wife died. And he had a lot of anger and hurt. But yet he understood having that anger didn't fix anything. Showing mercy to your enemies. Showing kindness. It gives them a chance to change. Because we remember there was countless times that Miyagi could have so-called killed the, the bad guys, the bad characters of the story, but he chose mercy because they deserved it. We know in our heads when we watch the movies, they're like, they deserved it though. They should. How they treated and how they tried to technically even kill Daniel and even hurt Miyagi. And we know in Cobra Kai, a similar concept. The, the cool part about Cobra Kai's storyline that I liked is because we get to see when people wanted to practice Miyagi-Do to stop quote-unquote bad guys, their act of mercy slash justice took over, in my opinion, the justice they, they, they put in their heads that mercy is seeking out justice instead of mercy is showing kindness, compassion, and, and forgiving someone for what they did. And instead of seeking out mercy, they sought out pure justice. And that pure justice turned into revenge and even hate. And the lines became cloudy good people turned into raging animals and if you ever got to see the first season at the end you'll understand why i mean by that because you saw rage fill the hearts it shows us what happens when mercy is blinded by rage We, instead of saying, hey, let's find a way to find peace between each other. You know, you don't, we don't have to be friends, but we need to have distance. You know, your enemies do evil things to you. There's ways to be able to make sure that we are walking in justice, you know, not living in justice. I do believe we have a problem with today because, like I said, 
many people are you know jumping on hey you know we need a purpose as christians so let's go and jump on the justice train and trying to be social justice minded and getting all involved in that but that's not what we're supposed to be doing ephesians 4 30 through 32 states and i do not grieve the holy spirit of god by whom you were sealed or don't do not grieve sorry womb you were sealed for the day of redemption let all bitterness wrath anger and clamor and slander be put away from you along with all malice and if you want to understand verse 31 this week take each one of those words study up what they mean and understand what what they're talking about and it'll help clear up a lot of things but bitterness anger wrath revenge, hate, that's all involved in there. And in verse 32, it says, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. You see, this is the act of mercy, showing yourself in a way, not allowing verse 31 to be your foundation. Like basically it's looking like this. When we think that chasing after justice is a sign of mercy, we completely misunderstand mercy. As Christians, when we allow verse 31 to be our foundation, then we do what verse 30 tells us not to do, which will also now allow us to be what verse 32 states. So in other words, if we act on 31, let all bitterness, wrath, anger, slander, you know, all that, if we allow that rage and anger to be filling in us, we're going to grieve the Holy Spirit. And when you grieve the Holy Spirit, your mind is not going to be clear. So things that people have done to you or hurt you or in any way and how they hurt you, you will be blinded by your idea of revenge and desire for justice that you will not show mercy and you won't be kind and you won't be tenderhearted. You won't forgive. And you don't really understand what God did for you because you have grieved the Holy Spirit. You blocked his ability to give you discernment and understanding when we're supposed to speak up on behalf of justice and when we're supposed to be merciful. This is why it's very dangerous to jump on the social justice train because it's all about revenge, getting that justice fighting for what people should deserve when in reality if, if you are in a state of a situation of being okay you shouldn't be fighting for things that happened 250 years ago 100 years ago in fact we're supposed to be fighting for the gospel message being out for people to know who what what christ did to understand verse 32 because God didn't have to send Jesus. He didn't have to show love because we didn't deserve it. But yet he did. Christ forgave us and he taught that. This is why it's very important. If anything, this week, understand these verses for yourself. Remind yourself. Mercy, so that we have a, as Matthew 5, 7 states, blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. We will understand mercy as well when we give it, and we'll see it when we receive it. 
you show mercy to other people and if you do something to hurt them they'll show the act of mercy back it's a hard thing to do to forgive it's hard because we do want to see justice in our heads I, like I said I wanted to see justice for the things that happened to me I wanted people I remember even high school because I was bullied in, the, in, in fourth grade and I remember three guys, because I was talking to my friend, and I said, you know, I, I really want to play football. I love it. And the three guys that played junior football um, joked around and said, you're too fat. Football, there's no way that anybody would want to have you on a team. And I actually hurt, because I, I've been bullied for four years by that time, and I constantly state from every spot that we were at. And... That stuck to me, and when I hit, when I got to high school, I mean middle school, I played street football, I I did all sorts. Of, like I worked hard to be good at football, like my idea of good, you know. And then I did high school football. I didn't get to do college because my knee, my left knee, got hurt pretty bad um, my senior year, and I did not want to tear ACL, and I didn't want to have any crippling cripples when I got to this age. I am. But I worked my butt off and, and, and I did really well. And there was always that part of me in my head because I never forgave what those three guys said to me. I was like, man, I wish they could see me now. I was a good player and I had good, you know, I played really strong and really well and was well, well liked and, you know, but God had to show me also to learn to forgive that. So we're going to take a quick break and we'll continue right after this. So one of the things that I also kind of noticed when I was thinking about mercy, when we are not acting it because we focus so much on justice, revenge, hate, anger, whatever it may be, we begin to see our personality change. Like, I know I talked about, I think it was like either last episode or the one before, where um, the one kid stood up to the bully, hit the bully, and then, you know, he became Magnificent Mike, and everybody was like fearing him. That's what I mean by the change. Your personality changes, our character changes, our, our, we kind of lose that integrity that we once were holding to, the discernment, and even more. And a lot of times, and that's how, like, you know, we always say, that's how villains are made, is because of tragic situations that really affected somebody. They, they get so blinded by justice. I mean, a lot of times, most of our movies are dictated by the hero who's seeking out revenge, just like, you know, I suppose, I guess, John Wick, because his dog was killed, he sought revenge, and that's why he went through a whole spew on that. Um, we got all these other shows and movies where it's kind of like, hey, you know, my they killed my wife, and, you know, the Punisher. I believe it was his wife and daughter they killed. I mean, there's a lot of stories where because of tragedy tragedy or or hurt pain whatever creates a, a blind version or a misunderstanding of what justice is supposed to look like it becomes revenge Batman both his parents were killed some versions it's the Joker <clears throat> other versions just someone else he finds them Spider-Man 
His uncle was killed by the guy that he could stop, but he chose not to. He sought out revenge, almost killed them. I mean, every, there's there's a lot of these examples of, like, the one thing about Spider-Man, he showed mercy. Uh, he let the cops deal with it. Um, a lot of other shows, we do see that where, you know, the police officer wants, you know, chasing this guy who's caused a lot of issues, who put a hit on his wife. His wife was killed, you know, and he has has him on the ground. You know, he's a cop. But there is law that he's supposed to be hold, upholding. But there he is with the gun. And that guy right there, and all he has to do is pull the trigger. But what do what do the people that are around them, the people who love them, care for them say? Don't do it. Don't ruin your life over this one person. You still have more to do. And even though that's not necessarily a biblical perspective, I want you to think about that. You know, God showed mercy on us. But he also gave us a purpose. When we repented and asked Jesus to be our savior, Christ made a renewing inside of us. A cleansing. And, and he gave us a purpose. You see, when people aren't following God, they, they, they're searching for some type of purpose. And if they don't know what Jesus has done for them, all they have is what the world has to offer. And they struggle. And they try to find it in all these different religions and ideologies and, and systems and programs, trying to find some. That's why so many of them jump on the just, social justice train. That's why so many of them go and put money towards these mercy groups that's why they volunteer that's like they, they they don't know how to find fulfillment in christ because they don't know who he is and that's why our purpose as christians is to teach that hey this is what he did for you but then he also gave us clarity to show mercy to show love to show patience to show kindness to give a loving arm He also taught us to stand up, defend the faith, speak on those that are weak. Like, I have no problem helping the poor. I have no problem of us, you know, helping the widow and helping the orphan. I have no problem us helping those that need help. That's what we're supposed to do. But it's not for freedom and justice and, and, you know, getting just desserts and deserves. It's, it's supposed to be because we want to show the gospel. We want to show Christ's love towards others who need it. We want them to find out what Christ has done for them, that there's a saving grace out there that loves them so much that instead of you going to hell, he sent his son to die, to die on the cross on our behalf. You know, Hebrews 4.16 states, Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. We will have a better understanding the more we're focused on who God is, the better we're going to understand how to show mercy, show grace, show forgiveness, 
and help people who need the help. Because he will provide the help too. When we need it, he'll be there. And then he's like, do this to those that are around you. Do you remember the, the story where he says, you know, when you help clothe your, that one person, you, you know, you gave food to your, you know, someone who needed food. That was as if you're acting mercy or love or grace as Christ did for you too. James 2.13 st- states this, for judgment is without mercy to one who has shown no mercy. Mercy triumphs over judgment. Now some people will be like, well then why is it that you know people are going to go to hell? Well, because mercy, it's like if I showed you mercy for something you did, but you keep on doing the same thing, eventually judgment's going to come. Because you didn't learn from that mercy, a better understanding why I showed mercy. This is why it's so important for us to know our scriptures, to spend time in prayer, to grow in our faith, to spend time with other believers, to be with men who are also seeking out God so that you can grow and grow in that faith to have a better understanding to know how to teach others about what Christ has done for you. So, we understand this, and then we also got to remind ourselves, 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. This is very vital because the idea is for even for us, we need to understand that we need to confess our sins. We need to be faithful and just to forgive. And like he is faithful and just to forgive. We also got to learn to forgive others, even in their wrong, but we give it to God. We show the mercy and God will deal with those people. And then in kind, when we, do something we will be given such mercy in return but we are already given it by jesus jesus ministry was the act of mercy he showed love to those who did not deserve it he acted in mercy when he showed comfort healing and told them of the messiah through the teachings that they knew he, he knew the old testament and he used that to reach out to the jews and the same thing as Paul when he started going to the Gentiles. You know, he shared the scriptures they did have to help them understand. But when we want to see mercy in action, Jesus' ministry is that story picture event, or however you want to how you how you want to look at it. Jesus' ministry is the image by which we can see. Because if you remember the story of the leper. Disciples are like, Lord, Lord, no, stay away from him. He is unclean. But that leper, and it was actually more lepers, but the one leper who like just got down on his knees and he asked for mercy. Because he understood he didn't he didn't deserve it. He had the disease and 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 the law was to put them, you know, in the leper colonies basically as they did exist. And they could not be around people who were not sick. 
And if anybody, if they came in your town or whatever, they're supposed to be ringing bells or yelling, unclean, unclean, and people would move away. Well, do you guys understand that that image of the leopard is like what sin is to God's holiness? We're unclean. We're unclean. And yet God, or say Jesus, came up to him. Smiling with mercy, grace, and love. Took dirt. Or I should just touched him. I sorry, I'm doing the wrong story. Just touched him. He was instantly healed. You'd have the story even the blind man, like I was actually thinking in my head, where he spit in the dirt. And put the dirt went over his eyes and he could see again. You have the friends who brought their lame friend who couldn't do anything broke the roof open and, and sent their friend down there and asked mercy on our friend Lord have mercy it's basically what they were asking and he showed it and the one last one before he before he died the prisoner on the cross see none of these people deserved what he gave but he gave We don't deserve forgiveness. We do not deserve the blessings he gives, but he's willing. Because that's how he shows his love, his mercy, his grace. When we are hurt by those around us, attacked by our enemies, we hunger for justice. We need to hunger for mercy as Christ and mercy in us as God who sent his son had mercy on us. I know this is a hard one, guys. This is, this is something that, you know, it's not natural for us. You know, like I said, we're competitors. We want to win. We don't we don't want to look like the weak loser or whatever, but we're not when we're done like this. Remember, like I taught teach you guys, lamb and lion. Gentle as a lamb, fierce as a lion. There's times for us to stand up for what we need to stand up. Then there's times where we need to show and act gentle and show mercy and love, patience and kindness. And I know the more you learn to seek after him, desire him, to follow him, to, to want to live out in his ways, his truth and his light. You know, I talked about last time, are you willing to allow God to break you so that you can chase after righteousness? When you allow him to break, he's going to be able to cleanse and work on everything that you need to change in your life because you have to be willing. But you also got to learn how to forgive just to seek out mercy and show compassion and kindness when it's needed. It'll give us a better understanding of what Christ did for us. And it'll take a load off when you do. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this time. I ask that you bless this, that you use this, and that you help me to also live by this. Help me to practice. Sometimes it's hard. 
because when you see things that are just wrong, you do want to fight and you want to see justice. But we got to be reminded, we want to also see redemption. We want to see people change. We want to see people come to you. We want to see people to be broken and, and, and repent and, and just seek out your will for their life and to walk out and chase after righteousness and do what we're supposed to be do as men of God, women of God, as Christians who are followers and disciples of Christ. Pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. You guys have a blessed week, and I will see you next time. God bless.